my name is Maria Manchapare, and today I will be talking about the healing power of speaking in tongues. And this is something that came as a gift from God. That's what Jesus told the disciples after he ascended into heaven to wait for the promise of the Father, to, to stay in Jerusalem and wait. And because human beings are so curious, uh, some people that are scientists, and, and I love scientists, and I love science too, and I have degrees in science I was as well as a degree in um, psych Christian psychology, so I can, I can relate to the, to the studies also, this um, scientist uh, wanting to know what's going on when people speak in tongues. So there was a publication in the New York Times in November 2006 of a study neuroscientific study done by the University of Pennsylvania. In this study, they took images of the brain of people that were praying in tongues and the same people praying with their natural language, English. Right now, when I'm talking to you, my brain is very active. My frontal lobes, which are the ones that control my, my thoughts and um, the manifestation of what I want to do, and also the central centrals in the brain for language, they are very busy so I, it can come down and can manifest is what I'm saying right now. When they ran the analysis for people speaking in tongues, the frontal lobes and the center for language was quiet. They could not figure out what's going on. So at the end, the, the main scientists concluded that what the people were saying, that it was God, it indeed had to be God controlling or uh, through the Holy Spirit talking through them. So these people that were um, in the study, they were conscious, it was not a trance, they were conscious, they, were no, they knew what was going on, and they were healthy people that went to church. The lead scientist was Dr. Andrew B. Newberg. And he concluded that what the people were saying, that it was God manifesting through them, was true. There was another study in England in 2003, and this one found out that people that prayed in tongues rarely suffered from mental illnesses. About 80% of the people were healthy. Then another study in 2013 in New York demonstrated that Speaking in tongues reduces stress and promotes this uh, positive um, well-being and being in peace. Then in 2011, Dr. Carl Peterson, he's a brain specialist, and he demonstrated that speaking in tongues increases the immune system by 30 to 40%. So this is it's great. Reduces stress, promotes a positive um, well-being, uh, increases the immune system, and rarely people suffer from mental illnesses. So this is a win-win all around. In the Bible, it says that speaking tongues is a gift from God. This is, and it's available for everybody that has accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And the only way to God is through Jesus. This is in Acts 2.39. Acts 2.38-39. Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children, and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. So here is saying that the promise 
that God made to the disciples in Pentecost to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit, this promise is for you and your children too. It's a gift for everybody. And then speaking in tongues is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is different from receiving the Holy Spirit. Receiving the Holy Spirit happens when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, and the baptism happens when if, when you pray to receive the baptism, it can happen at the same time or, a, a, or at a later time. For the disciples, Jesus manifested, to, manifested himself to them during the first day of the resurrection at night. He, he had been seen by Mary in the morning and then he said, don't touch me, I have, I have not ascended to my father yet. So he did everything he needed to do. And then in a night came to the disciples and the disciples were frightened they were uh, with closed doors because they were running from the Jewish people that were persecuting them. Jesus manifested himself in the middle of them. That, that would be awesome. Like if I'm talking right now and he manifests, right? Awesome. Anyway, so this is in John 20, 18 through 19. John 20, 18, 19. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. This is when the first time Jesus manifested after he um, went, he appeared to Mary first, ascended to heaven, and then he came back and in the evening manifested to the disciples and at this time when he was there with them is when he breathed the Holy Spirit. He said, receive the Holy Spirit. And this is different of, from the baptism. For the baptism he asked them to wait in Jerusalem to receive the promise of the Father and that was the gift, the, um, the gift of the baptism of the Holy Spirit where they started speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is a gift for self-edification. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the gift that God wants you to have. And this is in Romans 8, 26, 27. Romans 8, 26, 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So this saying that this is for our personal edification is praying the perfect will of God when we pray in the Spirit. And Paul also received the instructions from Jesus to write in Corinthians to say, hey, how to follow directions of when praying tongues when you are, you know, by yourself or if you're in a church, like, you know, lower your voice, praying tongues, but do not interrupt the other people because it looked like at that time people were so excited about, about the gift that they were praying tongues left and right and interrupting everybody. So this is something very personal of between you and God to keep it, you know, um, individual. When it happens in the congregation in public, then there has to be an interpreter an interpreter, not a translator. This is not a language that's going to be translated. It's an interpretation because it's got to be um, communicated in light of what the Word of God is saying, what God is saying to that congregation at the time. In the meantime, it's individual. You go by yourself, in your room, and pray in tongues. Um, this promise, Jesus told the disciples, go and wait in Jerusalem 
the promise of the Father. This is in Acts 1, 4 to 5. Acts 1, 4, 5. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jer Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So this is the hope that we had in waiting. And the disciples waited in Jerusalem and they, they received the baptism. And that was from there on generations to come, which is us also to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. When you speak or sing in tongues, you are communicating directly with God. It's the perfect prayer for you. This is in 1 Corinthians 14, 2. 1 Corinthians 14, 2. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to man but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. This is the perfect prayer because it's talking directly with God. And even Jesus told the Samaritan woman that the day will come that people would worship in the spirit. And that came, that day came in Pentecost. So this is when he talked to a Samaritan woman. It's in John 4, 20 to 24. John 4, 20, 24. This is when Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman about the day that was coming when people were going to worship God in spirit. She was telling him, our fathers worshiped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is. He means now is because he was the Messiah when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. Jesus is here commanding us, must, we must worship in spirit and truth. So that's why it's so important to pray in tongues. When you are by yourself, try to speak in tongues as much as possible speak and sing in tongues uh, Paul himself practiced it constantly that's why he said I spoke more than you because he took it and he ran with it and that happens nowadays uh, some people it's like well I speak some a little bit some here so there but it's like hey do it every day make it make it just a routine of your life what I do is every morning um, I I start my prayers with uh, with, with singing and speaking in tongues. And then even when I'm driving, if I'm by myself, I pray in tongues out loud. If I'm taking a shower, I sing in tongues. <laughs> so it's, um, it's part of my life. It's something that manifests, it can be manifested at any time. And it's like, for me, I can speak Spanish and English. It's like switching from Spanish and English. So the spirit is right there waiting for me to say, open your mouth now, you're gonna talk in tongues now. And he manifests and prays or sings for me. Um, so this is in 1 Corinthians 14, 18 and 1 Corinthians 14, 15. 1 Corinthians 14, 18. I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. Yet in the church I would rather speak five words with my understanding 
that I may teach others also than 10,000 words in a tongue. Here he's saying that he practiced speaking tongues constantly. However, when he was in a group of other believers that spoke in his case, most likely Greek, he preferred to speak in Greek so they wouldn't understand each other because tongues was particular to an individual, was personal that for that person with God. It didn't have to do with the other people around. So unless it was a prayer in tongues for the congregation, which then somebody had to interpret it, and that's in the Bible too. In the meantime, when it's for self-edification, we do it quietly if it's in church, or if it's at home, it's by ourselves also. Unless a group of people decide to speak in tongues because they want to pray in tongues together, that's fine too. But we have to be mindful of other people around us. So that's why he said in church, he preferred to speak in the language, in the natural language. And rest assured that when you speak in tongues, you are talking directly with God. Do not be confused. Some people say things, ugly things, like, oh, that comes from the devil. That doesn't come from the devil. And I, I've heard some people that are even frustrated or have been hurt in church because somebody told them, oh, that's from the devil. That's not from the devil. That comes from God. And that is in 1 Corinthians 12, 3, in Sephaniah 3, 9. 1 Corinthians 12, 3. For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. Saying here that it's the same spirit that baptized us and that we're not saying anything against God or Jesus, that it's okay to pray in tongues. It's one spirit and it's the same, it comes from God. Zephaniah 3, 9. For then I will restore to the peoples a pure language, that they all may call on the name of the Lord to serve him with one accord. So we already saw in 1 Corinthians 12, 3, that we were baptized with the same one spirit. And here we serve in one accord because we were baptized with the same spirit. And God said he will restore to the people's a pure language. And that pure language is the prayer in the spirit, is the prayer in tongues. Now the devil doesn't want you to speak in tongues because he doesn't understand what you're saying. That's private between you and God. Of course he's gonna lie and try people not to do it. Praying in tongues is what is called to pray in the spirit. And that's in 1 Corinthians 14, 14. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Here is defining that praying the spirit is to pray in tongues because in tongues we do not understand what we're saying unless it's in a congregation and then there has to be somebody to interpret. But when it is by ourselves alone at home, then it's, we most likely are not going to understand it unless you pray and ask God to understand. I really don't mind to understand it because I know it's a perfect prayer. So I don't worry about even understanding it because I know what God is putting in my spirit is perfect and it's going to come to happen. But here is separating that is different to pray in our natural language in English versus praying in tongues. Also, it's part of the armor of God and to pray without ceasing. To pray without ceasing, it's got to be in the spirit because when I pray in English, I'm going to run out of words or start repeating the same prayer or pray something that is not the will of God for me. It would not be the perfect prayer. Nothing wrong with praying in English. However, what, like the Bible says, pray with the understanding, but also pray with the spirit pray with tongues. And this is in Ephesians 6, 10, and 18. Ephesians 6, 10, and 18. 
finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Here is asking us to pray always. Pray, pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Always pray in the spirit. This is the only way that we don't run out of words. We don't make the wrong prayer. We are certain 100% that we are making the right prayer according to the will of God. So I hope that this helps. And if you have prayed it before, I encourage you to continue doing it because it's like a, gener a power generator. It will accumulate all this power that you need for the day or for the future. It can manifest in, in immediately, it can manifest in weeks, in months, years, but it's something that you have right there. And for me, the first time I spoke in tongues, it was like connecting to home. It was so, so good. And I had been praying for a long time because I had heard people that said they spoke in tongues every day. And I, I was praying, I want that. I want to pray in tongues every day. I didn't know much about singing. I think I heard some pastor singing once in tongues, but I didn't know much about it. Um, I heard people pray in tongues most of the time. That's what I heard. And uh, so one day I'm listening to a video about praying in tongues. I was cleaning my kitchen and I have my headphones on and I'm listening and I'm, I was so anxious. I wanted it so bad. I was praying, God, please. And when I'm cleaning my stove, that's when it manifested and I started singing. I was like, wow, singing. I was praying. I was praying for praying tongues. I started singing. It's amazing because it was the, the music that, that how it has to sound, it comes with it. And I remember I stopped cleaning the kitchen. I went to the living room and started looking out the window and I cried just tears of joy because it was a beautiful connection. I was like, I am home. I felt home because I don't remember how it was when I was in the fatherly working to earth. Speaking in tongues took me to that feeling of I'm home. And then after that, I sat on the floor and then uh, there it changed to praying in tongues. The whole first time lasted like three hours. And for me, it was when I looked at the watch, I was like, oh, wow, three hours. It felt like a few minutes. And I have not stopped ever since. I do it every, every day. I communicate with my dear Father in heaven by praying in tongues. And I encourage you to do the same. If you had stopped, please continue it. And if you had not done it, please keep praying about it because you will get it. Be blessed and have a good day.